Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, pick Guardian. Jared Brandon, Brandon Wound, pickups. Hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs. We're thrilled to death that you are listening to our show. We are in the studio on a Sunday morning, a beautiful Sunday morning. Yes. Which means that we have an international call. That's right. Because we have to do those on the weekends. And in the morning. Because time. It's different everywhere else. It's different. Time is different. No. It is. I I don't believe it. I know. On the other side of the flat earth, it's different. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Um, That's nonsense. So we've got somebody calling in from way far away. Who are you, person? Hello, my name is Darko, and I make pedals by the name of Polar Bear Effects, and I'm from Croatia. That was a great intro. That was maybe one of the better ones. Thank you. Perfect. Thanks. Success. And it was on cue. Yes. It was on cue. Yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome, Darko. Hello. Yes. Welcome to the show. We're really thrilled that you're with us uh, to- oh, today. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, we've been talking for uh, several months now, you and I. And, yeah, I think since June, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, folks, Darko, where can people see what you are doing so they can uh, w- look at us while they're listening? It's mostly, I think, ninety percent that I use is, is it's Instagram. So it's just polar bear effects, one word, one long word, <laughs> on gotcha. Instagram, and that's it. And you can find everything there. I don't have a Facebook page because I don't use Facebook very much. So I just I closed it down because it was causing me more problems than than I don't know. So yeah. I just resolved to Instagram and and there is a website polarbeareffects.com and that's it. Yeah. I I every time I use Facebook I feel like I should just turn this thing off. Yeah. I, just, I know. I was getting messages and, and I wasn't getting notifications that I was getting messages and I just I shut it out. Yep. Yep. It's just uh, super complicated now. It's just like it uh, it's it's and they've limited the, you know, your feeds. It's, it's, it's almost, you know, you get like feeds from the top 25 people that you know, unless you do some, you know, yeah. prestidigitation. Instagram, definitely. Yep. Better platform. Guitarstagram. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you so much again for taking your time to do this. We, he, Dar- Darko's got a pretty fantastic pedal out there right now that I'm sure you've seen. It is a stunning looking pedal too. It's very simple. It's not over the top, but it just looks, it looks awesome. And it's called young hearts and yes. you should check it out. So, uh, we're going to get on with the show. We've Todd, got a what couple do we of do announcements. On show? Uh, well, Tony, I'm glad that you asked. Tony, what do we do on the show? I think that we like to <laughs> talk about gear. Yes. We like to talk to the people who make the gear, specifically boutique gear. Mm-hmm. Things like guitars and pedals and, and amplifiers and yeah. speakers. accessories, speakers. Any, <clears throat> any kind all of the things. Stuff. All the stuff. All the good stuff. We get the story behind the story. Yeah. We love talking to our international families, too. Yeah. So this is great stuff. It is. It is very exciting. And then, uh, Jared, what else do we do that, that you especially like? We do 101s and we learn about things we want to learn about, like guitar necks and, and setting up and frets and uh, pickups once in a while and, and awesome things like that, you know, uh, wiring harnesses. How to. 
how to do it, advice, tips, and tricks. We've got some, we got a good one coming up too. We're going to bring Rob Chafe back in. Oh, we love Rob Chafe. Yeah. Talk about some amps. That's exactly what we're going to do. I think we should make him talk about cooking cooking souffles i don't know he, he only has a box of cheerios at his house i swear it's the same box he's, he's he is a minimalist he he is yep. he's a he's in a bit of an enigma i wish i could be him right yeah. i just can't do it is was, crazy smart guy and uh, we're glad that he's our friend so anyways uh we got a couple of announcements um darko we're gonna go through these real quick and then we're gonna talk about what's going on in our music world this week okay Great. uh we need to thank Rode. That's right. Rode mics uh, for providing the Rodecaster Pro and the Procaster mic. Mm. The Rodecaster Pro is this delicious console that uh, is is just a, a, a magnificent piece of equipment, and it it's got enables us to lights. do the thing that we do I better it. than we used to do. Oh, you remember the old days? <laughs> I do. I very much <laughs> that so. Was that was plug a bunch of cables in and cross your fingers. It was, well, it, it was a bit like NASA. I mean, <laughs> it was crazy. So yeah. anyways, thank you so much to Road for providing this for us. And uh, we also want to mention that we are quite coming up on our 200th episode. 200. You know what? I think there's some big things that are going to happen on the 200th episode. I think you're right, too. Um, we've got several giveaways that we're going to be doing one of which is a set of brandon wound pickups with a wolf tone bridge a brandon wound neck wolf wolf tone bridge that's right so it's a hybrid set it's a hybrid set uh it's a little collaboration set he he was over at my shop and we talked about it and we said we're gonna do one set nice yep and they're going to be uh, what that's uh, like PAF style, yeah. Yeah, PAF style. The bridge is hotter, but it's it's going to be a nice hot PAF set. Nice, fantastic. Mm. Uh, and we've got a whole bunch of other stuff: some shirts. We've got a pedal, another peddler too. Up to two hundred giveaways. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> and uh, no, 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 not two. Sorry, no. Got a little carried away. No. No. I, I'm, I say yes really easily. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, so we'll uh, be be looking for that. That's coming up real fast. Wow, real wow. fast. Crazy. Because uh, I believe this is going to be the 195th episode, Darko. So, oh, nice. Yeah, that's a lot. And um, and then at the at next early next spring, it's going to be our our fifth anniversary. Jeez. Oh, jeez. It's amazing. Yeah, I wow. was looking at. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at an. Ad, I was looking at something, and I saw on the internet where I am episode 20. Yeah, you were er- you were really early on oh. episode twenty. Wow, yeah. I couldn't believe it. I because mean, we're they were really struggling for talent. Then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we were. Just, I mean, listen <laughs> Just listen to it. You'll see. Yeah, uh, actually, you were on like three or four times. Yeah. You're like, well, let's keep this going. Yeah. Well, I, was like, I want to be on. I want to be on. Yeah. Um, we also have a really great question that came in through the through our question line (laughs) Um, and that reads allow me to read this please now tony i believe you've already felled this question is that that's the uh, past tense or field fielded fielded is the past tense is it i like felled felled is when you cut a tree down yeah but you've already cut this tree tree down so you felled this okay okay um (laughs) so it says tony um maybe i'm weird 
but I don't like the feel of standard pl- fender plastic pick guards. What are options? What options are there for different materials that might be more pleasant to the touch? Mm. Plastic with different textures, aged and older style plastics, metal, wood. This is from um, our executive producer, John Jackson. So, Tony, how do you get asked that a lot? Like, not so much a textural kind of thing, because yeah, I mean, in the in the world of pickguard plastic, there is glossy finish, yes. and there is less matte, glossy matte, matte finish, which does have a, a bit of a texture to it. Yeah. Um, if if you're not crazy about the feel of of like a real glossy guard, which you know, I mean that that's. 99.9% of them are that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people do like going to a matte finish. However, matte is only available in a couple of colors. Um, Unless you like wet sanded or something. Yeah, I mean, you could. You could knock the, the, the gloss or, or, off of it. Yeah. Um, and that, that I, I, I normally, unless you're trying to create a relic type finish, I don't usually recommend that. Um, because once you dull it down, it's very difficult to bring it back to a high gloss finish if you ever right. wanted to do that. Um, you know, the other options are, uh, other types of plastic. Uh, there, there are some really highly textured acrylics out there. Um, things that acrylics are basically like a, what most people would call plexiglass. Um, so th- there's some very textured, uh, material available there. Go into a wood guard or a metal guard. I don't personally work with either material. Wood has its real weird sense of problems when you're cutting it and uh and the metal guards uh things you come to mind like anodized aluminum and to me anodized aluminum feels weird mm-hmm. it's 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 almost like it sucks your finger onto it it's because it, it's so matte and it's just grabs all the oil out of your skin mm. yeah um uh there are a couple of companies that do make uh, anodized guards the anodizing process is is pretty how we'll call it caustic yeah it's it's there's a there's a big series there and then of course the the equipment needed to cut metal is is different than what i i use so that's why i focus primarily on plastic pieces yeah but yeah i mean there are some options um does does the old vintage like acetate does that feel different than uh to me not so much okay um and maybe to some people I mean, sometimes it's just a psychological thing, I think. Yeah. You could use a cheese grater. I would not suggest using a cheese grater. Or real low pile carpet. <laughs> or maybe, maybe what's that? That's uh, actually not a, that's actually kind of cool. That could look kind of neat. Uh, so that was kind of an interesting uh, question yeah. that I think, you know, I'm sure some people have. I, 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 I see in the future an ASMR channel where Tony just touches right. pick guards Ooh. <laughs> oh, that feels nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well done, Tony yeah. Azebalone. Yeah. Uh, there you go. Uh, Let's do it. Yes. I love, start, it. Start I love those questions. I think Darko would watch that. You yeah. might have one for him. <laughs> yeah. Keep bringing up those questions. Anyway, so um, that was... That was our announcements a little bit. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna just have a quick uh, roundtable here on what we've been doing in our music world this week. And uh, Tony Baloney is gonna kick it off, and then we'll check in with yeah. Darko. Well, let's see. This week, 
I'm trying to think some of the, the, the well, probably the major uh, project that I was working on aside from making pick guards was um, a while back. And some people might remember it's a, a basically like a Rickenbacker 480, 481 replica that I put, put together. Um, I had another one on order months ago and it just never showed up, never showed up. And then is this from, Yes, DHK. Our friends at DHK. <laughs> and nice. what I had requested is that the uh, the neck be bolt on, like the Rickenbacker 480s were all bolt neck. The the one that I got originally was a set neck guitar, which is cooler in some ways, but yeah. uh, there were some other issues with it. And I also had a lot of things left off of this one, so I could customize this to make it <laughs> control wise, pick guard wise, pickup wise. Mm. Uh, more like uh, the original Rickenbacker 480 model. Um, so I put a set of Jared's pickups. Thank you, sir, in hey. there. They sound pretty darn good. Do they? Yeah, they do. And they are out of reverse wine, reverse polarity. Yeah. It's quiet in the middle. Nice. Um, so I've got it pretty well put together. I, I've just kind of been, you know, uh, doing some final adjustments uh, on the cutting the you know <laughs> slots for the for the for the bridge for the strings and and I'm gonna have to make a new uh, new uh, new uh, nut for it because it's kind of uh, well you it's, put it's a bone cheap. nut on there I think I'll put a bone nut on I would it. yeah but uh, but I'm pretty happy with the way this one came out so far so uh, but that was kind of the the main line of stuff that I was doing aside from chopping up plastic that's Terribly exciting. I, I think it's weird, like guitars and amps and stuff, that just name them with just a pile of serial numbers. It's kind of like the how the Japanese manufacturers name stuff. So it's like a Rickenbacker alphabet soup after. I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't know, they, whatever. Yeah, Rickenbacker was notorious for, uh, I mean, they, they, they used numbers instead of model names. Um, and, and in this case... I mean, you can kind of tell, like, there's the 300 series uh, in the lower 300 series, like 325s. That's like the John Lennon model, small body. Then there's the 330 and 360 series. And then those are the larger ones that we, you know, anybody that's a Rickenbacker fan. We might need to do a one-on-one on Rickenbacker. That might be kind of cool. Then there's the 340 and the 370. Which I don't three don't do it now. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I don't know much then about... Then there's the 400 nah, series. I don't know about much about them either so no. i mean why not i would be happy to do it. anybody do over it. the age of 30 really doesn't we can i, I, <laughs> I mean no i'm I'm, right. I'm, kinda, I'm I'm only kind of kidding there yeah like I it's mean, just well i mean i have very good contacts at rick i mean anybody under like the age that. that's what i meant sorry um, get a rickenbacker I, yeah. yeah i can get either rick or uh, or uh rick somebody from rick and <laughs> rick rick from rickenbacker yeah no. uh, somebody <laughs> from rickenbacker, rickenbacker or uh, right uh kenny house is used to be their yeah uh, orville redenbacher service yeah if you can get orville that'd be great uh no yeah. <laughs> um okay let's kick it over to our pal all the way over in croatia is it what, what's the weather like right there today? uh it's uh not nice, <laughs> let's say. It usually yeah. is, though. I mean, it's a. It is where I where I usually where I'm from. I'm from a small island. I grew up there and I lived there for first eighteen years before I went to university, and since then I live in the capital of Croatia, which is called Zagreb, mm. and it's pretty much 
and not nice weather 300 days of the year, I think. So. Really? Kind of like yeah. the pictures look amazing. <laughs> it's some, uh, there was a September was nice, I think. But I think I think everything meshed into one, I don't know, rainy day since March in my head. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like uh, it's northern Mediterranean, right? Yeah. Seattle. Yeah. So there's a lot of rain and not a lot of sun. It's like uh, about on the same line as uh, Paris, if I'm in my. Yeah, something like that. So Dreary. Dreary. Across from Italy. Dreary. Well, I mean, at the same latitude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. Wait. Italy is a little more on the, yeah. on the south. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's. Uh, on the, <laughs> Sorry, on the we asked. Croatia tourism uh, <laughs> episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what to, what do you, what tell us about your guitar week there, pal? Uh, my musical week was pretty much the same as it, as it's been since. I don't know, since the quarantine started in March, I'm just at home making pedals, playing some guitar. And exactly, I have exactly one band rehearsal a week. So that's my Monday usually. And I'm always so excited to go to go play for a few hours. It's the best. Yeah. Yeah, because I can leave home and not look at pedals. Because uh, at some point when you do all the same stuff all the time all over again it kind of gets boring and you i think i you, you start to feel that feeling of losing love for the hobby you enjoyed so much before so and then i was making this week uh, 10 black young hearts for black friday those black all ones black are awesome ones. Mm. yeah thank you <laughs> and I still didn't finish them. I just need to, it's a tedious process to calibrate them for the tap tempo because I'm using the PD chip and there is, uh, I kind of wrote my own script uh, to calibrate it, but it's, I need to connect like four cables through the sound card and then back to the sound card. And I have a script that sends a little sound every other second. And, uh, it's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it's so and About then this time you probably wish you were making a fuzz face instead right <laughs> yes i i sometimes i cannot uh, i can't lie when i say that i'm not sometimes jealous of people that have really successful simple pedal lines you know like four part fuzz you know line and i have a delay pedal that has so much stuff going on Yes, and I'm and I'm not the best, you know, electronics guy. So I just kind of wing it, and so that's uh, been. You, well, we'll, we'll get into yeah. that, but I'm going to refute that. I'm just going to outright refute that. So there. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and yesterday was exciting for me. I was at a park, and I was thinking, oh, I need to send like five emails. I need to make some new stickers. I have a, you know, talks with one dealer from US. I don't want to say out right now, but it will happen soon, I hope. <laughs> and I had some wrong parts sent to me and I was thinking, oh, I have to go home. I have to write some emails. And then I just got home and started to make a new pedal. And that's, wow, that's cool. <laughs> so, yes. 
because I had this idea for some time, it's a delay pedal, and I have this idea for some time now, and I just started to work on it yesterday, and I spent all day working on it. So yesterday was very, very exciting because I, I think I was caught in a rut <laughs> for the past few months building, you know, same pedal all over again. Yeah, so, yeah. So that was exciting. Awesome. I think, and, and, and kind of worked, you know, I think, uh, every idea I have is, you know, kind of stupid at first, but <laughs> no, <laughs> but it turns out into something cool. Same, same as young hearts. So. Awesome. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Jared, how about yourself? Oh, I've got a, a few things. It's been a little bit. Um, <clears throat> first of all, my band stranger, we, we did a, a Halloween show and that's the funnest I've had in a very long time and uh you know what i'm saying it's it's just fun to entertain yeah. people people get into it um i bought some pedals on amazon <laughs> just to just for the heck of it just to see because they were so d dirt cheap and it was what amazon prime day uh. so i'm like yeah i'm gonna get this piece of crap i'm gonna get this piece of crap and uh the tuners nah they weren't very good and um so I bought these other tuners and they are the, uh, what, what tuners are they? The, uh, you remember poly, what I got? Poly poly tune? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Polytune. Jeez. I can't even remember what I have on my board. Those, those are the way to go. People don't, I thought you were talking about, uh, guitar tuners. And I was like, polytune guitar tuners. What are you <laughs> Tuner pedal. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know me, you got to really, you know, think sometimes into what I'm talking about. I can't, I can't say what I'm thinking. Uh, but uh, those are the the way to go. Spend the money on those. Uh, I did get a delay pedal that was a cheap, like twenty dollar delay pedal on Amazon Prime. Wow! And it's it's really old school, and it's not all that bad. I don't think I want to use it for live. <laughs> that sounds like a great endorsement. Yeah. But <laughs> it's really not all that it's bad. It's not as crappy as you may think it's it like, is. It sounds like a $2 frozen pizza. But it's, it's still not bad. all that bad. Well, at 3 in the morning, it's not bad. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah. No, if you're drunk all, enough, it's amazing. Right. But <laughs> I will keep it around just to have it. It, it, is, it, it does act very old, like an old, 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 what, you know. What brand is it? I don't remember. Just, is it is it old 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 or is it old 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 uh, old? Give me like seven olds on okay. that. Seven right. olds. That's pretty old. That's pretty I love old. it, man. Nice. When you mess with the buttons, it goes. You know all that kind of weird stuff. Uh -huh. But it, eh, you know, it's it's twenty bucks. It's fun. You know, yeah, sure. It's As like they a, say, you get what you pay for. Exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> a it's a toy that's fun for a little bit, and then you forget where you put it. You yeah. know. But uh, the the main thing that I'm really really excited about is. Uh, so my dad bought this Ovation guitar when his Gibson Dove kind of got ran down in the 80s, and he bought this uh, Ovation. Yeah, the, in 19, the, the, the resin black. back. That's yep. right. And those were still pretty popular in the 80s. And he bought it like 1987. And that was like, oh, you can't touch that one. That's dad's guitar, and don't, don't play it. Or I mean, I was a kid anyway. I was like 10. But uh, throughout the years... It got used, abused, banged around. The top was separating. It was just, and I mean, there was chips on the on the uh, headstock. It just looked like it's been through the wars, you know. So 
I called my buddy uh, Chris Matos, um, and uh, up in uh, New York, I think, or Connecticut. Oh, he's up in Connecticut. He had it for a, a while, but he did a great job on it. Oh, and I finally got this thing back, and I can't believe the work the the hard work he put in to get this thing back to the way it was when my dad had it wow. when he first bought it he they took care of a lot of the dents the scratches he reattached the the um resin thing to the wood top and i gotta tell you there's not a lot of luthiers out there that will even touch nobody them. wants to touch them nobody wants to work on them but uh but my man up there um he did a fantastic job Eight, it's eight one two guitars, I believe. Yeah. And if I'm wrong about that, that's Chris, the one I'm I sorry. played at your house. That's the one you played at my house. So I get that out like almost every day, and for some reason, I just play really hard on it. You know, I just I don't yeah. know, why, but I just love playing that thing every day now that mm. it's back and the way it's supposed to be. Is it the best sounding guitar I have? No, but it, it means a lot to me. It's so, a sound. Yeah, it is a sound. Nothing else sounds like that. That's true. I mean, it really does. And you know what's interesting is when people are like, you know, like 80s guitars. When people say 80s guitars, like that's the one that I think of. I don't know why. It's just because it yeah. was so different looking than everything else. And, well, and it, and it went through 70s too. like yeah. all the 80s. Well, really, they, in the 60s, when they, when they first started making them, they were the first acoustic guitar maker uh, to put a pickup, a bridge, you know, under saddle bridge pickup. Oh, Nobody really? else was doing that at the time. That's why people like Glenn Campbell and a lot of studio guys, they use those guitars because they didn't have to have a mic. They yeah. started that doing that in the 60s? I think it was Sambora that, got, that kicked it off in the 80s, Richie Sambora. Well, he, yeah, the, but what, it was, No, was, but, you know, because he had, a, he he had, had, a, the double he had it on the stand. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and he like had the double. Pretty neck. soon, everybody yeah. had him on stands. Yeah, slash had, had a double neck. Yeah, they had yeah. the double neck and all that. Kind yeah, of but, uh, impossible. So, but but you're right. Yeah, knee. all of the in that era from that's the, what I mean. From yeah. the 80s into the 90s, it was that thin body acoustic, which sounded super tinny if you played it unamplified. Yeah, or well, I was thinking about the the plastic back one, the the oh, big, the dome back thing. Yeah, I needed the reverse of that. Yeah, <laughs> they were, they, yeah, it's they a sound. Were, oh yeah, yeah, they were revolutionary in the seventies. You know. Yeah. Yes. Well, anyways, thanks for that, there, Jared. Glad you got your guitar back. Thank you. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Nothing, Tony. You're not gonna. You want me to start saying? Well, this week, <laughs> Todd. Yes. Did you do anything yes, this I week? Did, I did. What's um, going on in your uh, well, world? Well, the first thing I did after uh, after our our interview with Kurt Mangan, Kurt Mangan, legend in the guitar industry, stringmaster, stringmeister. Uh, I went and the only one that I didn't have those strings on at this point in time mm -hmm. was my Les Paul double cut. Oh, so I promptly said, and and it was about time too. Uh, took the strings off and, and I looked at it and it, they caught the light and it, it's, you know, when you look at the string and it's like, you see the shiny point, like oh, it looks yeah. like a shiny ruler. Yep. <laughs> I was like, well, I pretty much, I, no wonder these didn't sound so super awesome Time anymore. Yeah. So I replaced those and, um, and, and loving it, loving it where, where it sounds right so now. Which, so which, which strings did you put on? That? I put on nine 
uh, set of nines, uh, the nickel wound. Okay. Because they were, I think we were out of the, I wanted to try the uh, pure nickel, pure nickel, but um, I got the nickel wound, the hex okay. core, um, and they're great. Are you ordering more of those? I'm going to order them. Yeah, I can order them up for you guys. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get them with my band name on it because hey, it, now if, if anybody hasn't listened to this, I'll just plug this episode real quick. I haven't listened to it. Okay. Well, you should. It's fantastic. Um, <laughs> if you go to Kurt Megan's site, you can create your own, not only create your own uh, type, you know, your own uh, set as far as the gauges and gauges all that stuff. and type of but string. You can get it in the packaging, your own custom packaging, which that's super cool. Yeah. It's like a, your own signature edition. Yes. Yes. I'm going to get a whole bunch for the Valentinos. Nice. Giddy up. I don't know, man. I just take the strings out and throw the package away. <laughs> yeah. Well, there is that. <laughs> no, I, this is not for you then. <laughs> what I am I going to do? What do you do with the package? Do you frame it? It's afterwards? just a, it's a thing. You could frame it. You could frame it. I think it's awesome though. Yeah. Um, you could accidentally drop it out of your bag, you know, when you're at a show or something. You're like, <laughs> and the other guys are like, whoa, what's that? And you say, no, shaw. <laughs> Anyways. It must be good. Yeah. Uh, and then and then the other thing that was kind of exciting is that we just, and I, I did post this on Instagram. I kind of fight with like how much me I put into the, the Guitar Knobs channel, you know, and, but this was one of those things where I was like, we we did a release and we covered uh, the new bomb Turks, which was a, a prominent, um, I guess you know post punk kind of. They were a punk know, band, band here in yeah. They kind of different kind of punk band, not not punk like you know Germs and Black Flag, but like yeah. more jangly kind of Midwest yeah. punk, I guess Mid you could say Midwest punk. Yeah. That's Anyways, uh, so they were very popular and there was a tribute album for them and we were asked to do a track uh, called pretty lightning and uh so we got the first track on the on the album and i guess it's going to be released on um december 4th but it, the preview is out there right now so i i did post that on instagram and it's just really cool it was exciting it came out killer i think yeah so where was so that recorded go. that was recorded right here at oh uh, that's right at relay recording and uh that was with john fennel who we're going to talk about in a second okay, and uh cool. yeah so anyways how about some of this one two one two three four on the floor hey jared yes my good buddy tony baloney i am looking uh, my pedal board is just a mess oh my god i've got spaghetti yeah. Literally, spaghetti. You don't have any room to plug in I, the I don't have room for sauce or cheese. I just have spaghetti wires. The fact that you have any food laying around uneaten <laughs> is... <laughs> right? Oh, Todd. It, it's a problem. Why do, you, why do you have to be so hateful? Why do you have to, why do you have to hate so much? Don't hate yeah. food. Yeah. That cinnamon roll you had did nothing to you, but you punished it. I punished it. I even left some of the frosting in the, in the container, too. Anyways. That's right. What can I do about this? I you mean, need to get a hold of Tour Gear. Tour Gear Designs? That's right. They make nice, small, perfectly shaped, perfectly sized uh, pedal cables. That, oh, but that's, but that's going to cost me a fortune. It's not. It's not going to cost you a fortune. They're very inexpensive. Really? Yeah. They're under, they start out under $7 a piece. Wow. They are. I thought they were closer to $5 a piece. 
<laughs> yeah, they actually they start out about five and a half bucks. Wow, that's perfect. To be more specific, so I, I you're saying you. I, I can I can get the, the the exact size or pretty close to the exact size that I need. I won't have all this mess of spaghetti on my board. Uh, they don't take and any. It's room. not going to cost me a fortune. Todd, do you have any more information on I them? I think that if you have been sold on this amazing reenactment of an ad, <laughs> that you should go to tourgeardesigns dot com <laughs> forward slash discounts forward slash the guitar knobs and you're going to save 10% off your entire order and get your pedal in pedal boarding gear. I was trying to create something right there and it didn't work. Get rid of the spaghetti. Get rid of the spaghetti. Okay. Right about now it's time to hear Darko Vida's four on the floor. Hit us. Okay. Uh, I think some people are going to hate me for this. <laughs> for the first battle, I'm gonna say, but I, I gotta go with the Tube Screamer 808. <laughs> oh, Perfect <wow>. choice. <laughs> I use it too. Good choice. Thank you. We haven't Thanks. heard that one in a while. Actually, it it's kinda, a it's a good one though. I, w- I was thinking so hard. Should I say a Tube Screamer? Because I I, I don't understand. Uh, you know, I think it's a trend. The hate on Tube Screamers. It, it is. But, it's just a stupid rhetoric because it's yes. actually a great pedal. Yes, it is, and and what's exciting for me, it's a good platform for for modding pedals, you know. Uh-huh. So, so I, it was a. I'm not sure. I think it was sometimes around the end of high school. I started playing in somewhere in the middle of high school, and uh, I got this. You know, I didn't know what to get. I didn't know anything about pedals, so I got the tube screamer. You know, I because. Uh, I wanted to, to recreate because the idea of, you know, playing the Smells Like Teen Spirit clean and then stomping on something and then it's not clean anymore, it, it kind of blew my mind at that point. So I, I wanted to do that. So <laughs> I distinctly remember that. That, I, that. that was the reason I wanted a pedal because b- before then I had some, you know, small Ibanez, you know, amp my first amp and then I, I would play clean and I would quickly, quickly push the, the overdrive button on the amp. So, but that wasn't it. <laughs> yeah. So that oh, didn't cut it. I think we've all had to do that once or twice in our lives. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go over yeah. there and push the amp. Yeah. yeah so that kind of started uh, this pedal journey. Awesome. And I think the, the, the TS is just, I don't know. It just works. I don't know. Some people don't like the the mid hump, and and what's great about that if you don't have you know soldering skills, you can you know watch three YouTube YouTube videos and figure out how to. There is a actually a great article on Premier Guitar by Mr. Brian Wampler. Maybe someone heard of him. And <laughs> I think I've heard of him. Yeah. Oh, cool. He's a, he's, he's a uh, new, newcomer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a newcomer. <laughs> uh, and his article kind of threw me to this rabbit hole of tube screamers. And I tried every mod and, and I have my, in my head, I have a specific, I think there are three mods to do the, so it's my, tube screamer that I like and that I, that I play in my band now because, because it's, it's so easy to mod the pedal 
And if someone wants to try it, and so many builders started that way with just modding stuff, because you can in a tube schema you can change one resistor and it just opens up the this. It's not an overdrive anymore. It's like a high gain overdrive bordering on distortion pedal, mm. and you can put that on a switch, and then you have a two pedals in one, and then I don't. Uh, it's tube screamer is sometimes too muddy for me. Mm-hmm. And then there's a solution for that. You can change, you know, one capacitor. Oh, it's bright now. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and the clipping diodes, you know, there, there are so much, you can just experiment with that. And, that, and in my favorite combination is, you know, one silicon, one and four, one, four, eight, that's standard clipping diode and one red LED. So that's my kind of favorite. Okay. I think my, my the tube screamer is like a perfect uh, starting point to get into pedals and start to modding them and start to do something more. Yeah, it seems yeah. as though people either choose that or choose like a muff, a big muff, yeah. and then just go for it. What do yeah. you have for number two? Uh, my number two is a distortion pedal. I will go like a, it's a, like a small pedal board. Uh, it's MI Audio uh, Crunchbox version two. Uh, so... There was this, if I don't know if you know the band, it's called uh, Pianos Become the Teeth. It's called, it's from, it's a band from Maryland. So. Piano, and, pianos Become the Feet? No, Teeth, Teeth, like Toot, Teeth. Like Teeth? Yes. Teet. Like, like, a, okay. <laughs> with, with what you chew. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird name. They, yeah, they don't like that name either. Yeah, and I was, I was listening to some interview with a with a guitar guy from that band, and I was really into that band. and And he said, "Oh, we recorded all our all of our distortions on this and album with that pedal." And I actually seen them live in 2015, and he had that uh, pedal on his board because you know you know the that move the peak over the stage you know when when the band is playing and you like come to the stage and kind of lean over the yeah the stage and peak all of the pedals and try to memorize yeah oh yes oh yeah that's the move Uh (laughs) that's that's the first thing i do every every time (laughs) someone plays yeah no it's a disease I always like yeah. to go take pictures, like, yeah, go up to the stage and try to snap a picture of, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, and then uh, I, I got that pedal and I turned it on and it was all the distortion sounds that I heard in my head before that I couldn't get, you know, it was like something new inside of my brain. It was like, oh, this, this is it, you know, and that's probably my favorite, you know, distortion pedal. And if for folks who don't know, I think I'm 90% sure that was the base uh, layout of that pedal that uh, for JHS Angry Charlie, I think. So, oh, okay. So that's a pretty good distortion pedal, but the JHS has the, the three, three knob EQ and stuff. And this just has tone control. 
Got it. But, uh, I, but I still use that bezel in a band situation. So I really like it. So awesome. Yeah. How about and number I, three? Oh, the number three is uh, a bass pedal, of course. It's a DD5. So I got it uh, on eBay, I think maybe seven years ago. And uh, the pedal nerd in me was excited because there was a pink uh, sticker underneath the, the label, you know. So that that means it's made in, I think, in Taiwan or something. So, you know, the small things you're excited about a pedal, but that does, doesn't really mean anything. So. I, I think you need to get out of your house a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I was so proud of Oh, yeah, pink sticker. Pink you know? sticker. <laughs> Nobody sees it, but it's pink, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I no, I, I, we all, we all, uh, well, we know yeah, those little things. Time, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's those little things. It's, and it's, it's delay pedal that just works, you know, everything I need. I don't have, you know, in, when I play at home, I like to experiment with stuff. I have my own delay pedals. I like to tweak them, but this in a band situation, uh, it's, it's, it just works, you know, and it's, it's sounding great. I, I really like, you know, digital delays for, for my band situations. So I just use that. And I, <laughs> I wanted to to add, uh, you know, there is an external tap tempo input, but I wanted to add, you know, the the the, the switch for the tap tempo on the top of the pedal, and then I didn't want to ruin my pink sticker bus, of course. So I took the the how do you say the cover of the DS one, <laughs> and I drilled through the cover of the DS one and. And now I have a Boss DD5 with orange, you know, <laughs> battery cover and and the tap tempo switch. So that's <laughs> amazing. Uh, yeah. So and I was playing uh, in some rehearsal rehearsal or something, and, and my friend uh, asked me later, "Oh, why are you stomping on that distortion pedal all the time?" So now it's it's not the S1; it's DD5. So, yeah. Clever, so clever, and it's all beat up and kind of rusty, and it came like that from eBay. But yeah, uh, it just works, you know. So, awesome. Yeah. How about number four? Uh, number four. Okay, for number four, I went with the Caroline Guitar Company Meteor. No, you're all right, and. Uh, it, it's the f I went with it because it's the first boutique pedal that I bought ever. And I saw it on Nab's uh, YouTube channel, you know, when the yeah. uh, way back when the demo came out. Uh, it was maybe 2016 or 17, I'm not sure. And it was the first uh, <laughs> Nob's demo that I saw, and it was, you know, like... I had to get that pedal. I was thinking about it for two weeks, I think. Uh -huh. And then I just crumbled one day and ordered it. And that, that was it. And I was blown away by it because it, it had that. It was my first like experimental pedal that is not, you know, something straight, like, you know, some simple reverb or the Boss DD5. It was something else, you know, something new, something exciting. Yeah, yeah. none of their pedals are are 
plane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True. yeah. So I just, I just love that pedal, you know. And it's the first one that I bought. That it's not, you know, like a major company. Yeah. And I was not disappointed. So. Yeah. Well, well I, I wanted to go back. You, you were talking about uh, eBay, and I was always curious what what eBay is like uh, over in Europe. If it's, are you buying things that people in Europe are posting on eBay, or are you no, buying no. stuff in the US? I, I bought this one, the DD5 from the US. Oh, okay. Yeah. And how, yeah. in terms of shipping and everything, how does that normally work for you? Oof, it's uh, a <laughs> okay. <it's, laughs> <laughs> no more needs to be said. <laughs> we have very we have very strict uh, customs here, so you do. I always pray that it doesn't get stuck. You know, it it usually depends on the weight of the pedal and the size of the pedal, mm -hmm. or, or the package. It doesn't have to be a pedal, and then I always crossing my fingers oh please don't because when i open my mailbox and see the official letter from the post office i know what's happening oh, okay so, so yeah. i have to submit a you know a, receipt you know, and then, then they charge a duty yes okay so that's, <laughs> that's i always get disappointed when i get that mail but i get it often especially when ordering parts and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. interesting i was just curious about that yeah yeah well, that sounds like a pretty fantastic and very solid and interesting floor on the floor. Thank you for sharing that with us, Darko. Welcome. Uh, we need to say a quick thank you to John Fiddle, uh, the recording engineer, the mastering engineer. The guru. The guru, all-around good guy and guitar tone chaser uh, here at Relay Recording. JohnFintel.com, J-O-N-F-I-N-T-E-L.com and RelayRecording.com. This is where, our, this is our, I don't, it's weird to call it home. I don't know if it, it it's not home yet. It's just, this is where we're at. Yeah. Um, Partially because <laughs> we are in a bit of a, uh, you know, just a ramshackle basement kind of scenario here. It's, we'll make it nicer. It'll be nice. We'll make it better. Anyway, so thank you so much to John Fennell. If you are trying to get that tone that you want in your recording, uh, you might want to give him a call, johnfennell.com. Uh, all right, we're going to get in and talk to Darko of Polar Bear Effects and find out what is going on with his stuff. And Jared had a question that I think we're probably all wondering right now. Go ahead, Jared. So I woke up this morning and I was he, like... He just got out of, out of bed just now, actually. Yeah, and, and I was like, uh, what is the music scene? What's the gear scene like there in Croatia? Like, what? who is buying what over there? What's the big deal? Who's, you know, what guitars, what pedals, like, is it hard to get stuff? Tony, yeah, kind of you know, on what's it like? Bit. What's it like over there? Is it, is it difficult to get exactly what you want? Do you have to settle? What's up? Uh, it's not so hard to get whatever you want, because if you heard, uh, uh, about a website called Toman, mm. it's a German website and they have pretty much everything. The shipping isn't steep. So you can get anything you want in a couple of days. Nice. But but I think the the situation with with creation people they they tend to buy the you know the boss stuff and uh, you know they're not into boutique stuff. I think there there is not uh, there there 
the barrier hasn't been broken, you know, about mm. trust critique stuff. Oh, I see. Yeah. And I know that is, you know, kind of popular now in the US, but here I think everybody will go with a boss pedal instead of something, you know, they never heard of and yeah. they'll probably not give it a chance. Yeah. So there's, <laughs> I don't, I don't do a lot of work with, with the local people, but <laughs> let's, let's put it that way. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's and, I, and, I, and I have to say, I don't really try that hard to, to make that happen. So, yeah. uh, now speaking of your, all of the music gear and everything, um, is there, is there a pretty good, I guess, guitar community out there in Croatia? Oh yes, there's. Uh, as I think that's that's the same for for every every place because there is so much people that play guitar and and there are shows all the time. It's uh, you know for the past six months it's kind of died down, but yeah, yeah, but it's. This is the capital of Croatia, so there are you know a lot of places to play music. There are a lot of different places, you know. From you know, you can go to you know DIY punk show to you know some fancy jazz winery stuff <laughs> in the same day. So, yeah. So interesting. Okay. Well, I think that. Um yeah, that we're just wondering, like, because uh, when we're buying stuff here, I mean, we have so many builders here, um, and I, you know, Jared and Tony and I have all shipped stuff internationally and had stuff shipped to us internationally, and it just—I think we were thinking, boy, it must be really tough being, a, you know, a guitar enthusiast out in Croatia if, if it's this hard to get stuff. Yeah, if you want to get something specific, it's it's really kind of hard. I have a uh, a wish. <laughs> My it's I don't know how to say it. It's it's a wishlist guitar. Yeah, wishlist. Wish list. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want a, a Reverend guitar so bad, and yeah. there is there are some on that German website, but there aren't any models and colors that I would like to get. So. Does does uh, Reverend sell uh, direct? To and uh, I think they only use distributor networks. Yeah, yeah, they, and they sell through Andertons now. I think from the UK. Yeah, and the UK just had Brexit, and they are not in the you know European Union uh, anymore. Yeah, right, and I'm not sure how they stand on customs now and. Uh, it's kind of a mess. So if you want something, you know, cool and new and custom and from a boutique builder, it's it's really hard if you don't have, if those builders don't have, you know, like European dealers. Yeah. It's right. hard to get some stuff. And I, and I would like to, and there are a lot of pedals that I would like to get, but I just don't want to pay a double the customs that I, if, if I order you know, a two hundred dollar pedal. I would pay probably around a hundred dollar customs. So. Wow! Ah. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Unfortunately, even if they mark it as a gift, no, no, they don't care <laughs> because oh, I was talking. The value. Yeah, I was talking the other day with Alec from Mask Audio, and I was asking him about the the import customs for us and he said there is a cap at eight hundred dollars wow. for 
not for what you don't have to pay. You know, if yeah. it's under hundred bucks, it's okay. And you can guess how much is in Croatia. It's twenty four bucks. So, wow. Yes. So if I order anything over the twenty four bucks, I have to pay customs. Duly if noted. It, yeah. All right. So, yeah. So as so, everybody starts sending you um, packages, care packages from over here, just make no, sure. So, Small packages are okay, and they'll pass. You know, it's like a, you know, a t-shirt or something. Okay. But well, maybe maybe what we can do is all. buy you the Reverend that you want, take it apart, and <laughs> ship it to you piece by piece. Oh yeah, <laughs> just, Johnny Cash. So I was just like to say, just like Johnny Cash. That is not a bad I idea. I bought it one piece at a time, and it didn't cost me a dime. There you go. <laughs> That's a great idea. Yeah. Twenty three dollars and ninety nine cents. That's yeah. the value. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. So uh, now let's let's address your the main reason you're here you build guitar pedals and yeah. you build it under the the uh, the name polar bear effects yes and you've got one out there right now as we mentioned earlier called young hearts which is a um well i'm gonna let you explain it but it's a hell of a pedal and it's uh, the minute i saw it i contacted you um, and without even hearing it, quite frankly, I just was like, "Whoa, okay, I don't even know what this is, but I got to talk to this dude." Oh. Where did you come up with the? What, what, what is? Where's Polar Bear Effects? That's oh, okay, nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's the when I started to make pedals, it was at the end of high school, and I was on the just some random creation guitar forum. It's closed now, unfortunately. And I saw there was a, a sub forum like builders and stuff. And I, oh, what's this? And I always been a tinkerer, you know. I had to disassemble every PlayStation, every you know boombox I had since I was a kid. And I saw that other people are making pedals, and I was oh, okay. That's the that's the thing for me. <laughs> and and I made. Uh, my first pedal was MXR Distortion Plus, and I just had a sticker like a I don't know. It's like I bought a you know a, like a plastic sheet that you heat onto a pedal. It was some weird stuff. I don't know. It, it doesn't look good, but as <laughs> <laughs> a yeah heat transfer. Yeah, okay. the, you something weird. But it's kind of the plastic old the the plastic. It doesn't transfer. It sticks to the to the to the pedal i don't know and and i put a small cartoonish uh, image of a polar bear that i found on, on google images so, <laughs> <laughs> and that's the story you know it, there, there wasn't a big reason behind it i just i googled google polar bear cartoon something and then <laughs> and that was back in 2009 i think and then when i started building pedals you know like six years later it was you know like kind of homage to you know humble beginnings or something <laughs> i don't know right right yeah well, as we mentioned, you you do have this one out there. Um, yeah. yeah, I had some pedals before, but I discontinued them because I don't have the mental resources to manage <laughs> to, to make like six models at a time. It just sure. it's too time consuming, and I had to opt out for something that I really like, and that was Young Hearts. Right. Well, why did you tell us more about that? Because I mean, it is a very cool pedal, and it does some things that 
I don't think really many or any other pedals do. Yeah. So tell us about the, uh, I guess, the beginnings of how you, you came up with it and what inspired it and go from there. Oh, sure. Uh, it was supposed to be a tremolo pedal. And <laughs> <laughs> hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I said, I, I said to you I, before I had always had some, you know, stupid idea and then it comes to something great. So that's, that's the story. It, it was supposed to be a, a tremolo pedal because I had the idea, Oh, I can program it to go, you know, from faster to, to slower, you know, like, you know, it, the tremolo goes fast and then the other second goes slow and you can program it how fast it will go up and down oh. and then it just didn't sound good you know sometimes uh -huh. you have a, a great idea in your head and the execution is poor and then I had oh I can apply that to, to the delay pedal I will you know it's 500 milliseconds and then the other second it's 250 and then it will switch back and forth back and forth and that was terrible <laughs> <laughs> all right i, I yeah. like that you laugh in the face of failure that's fair <laughs> yeah. yep i you i i think i failed so much with all of this and then but and you are mad at first, but it's all, it's all a good lesson, you know, Yeah. every, every failure is a good lesson. So, but you have just to have to try the stuff out just like this. And then I had the delay pedal switching back and forth, back and forth. And that it was okay. If you could, you know, put the two delay times just right, but it just, you know, didn't work on a, if you want to just plug in a pedal and play it, just, it, it wasn't it. Mm -hmm. And then <laughs> there was, there is a meme. Yeah. And, you know, when you, when you turn all the repeats up and fiddled with the, the time knob, and then there's some crazy sounds. And I had the idea, oh, I could uh, uh, automate that, you know, why I could uh, do high repeats on the fly and, you know, go from 500 milliseconds to 100 milliseconds in some steppable repeats down or up by a press of a button. You know, you don't have to crouch down and fiddle with the knobs. So, so I was thinking, oh, that's something cool I could do. Mm -hmm. So that's the feature on the Young Hearts that you can go up or down with the time and you can choose... Is there, you know, like a noise feedback or not? And then I added, you know, two switches for that. And I just had the empty, empty switch positions. And I just had to come up with other stuff, you know, so I added, you know, there is a, there is a standard feedback momentary options when you just step down and there is, you know, like a repeating oscillation. And then I added, oh, I could do when some random times, so there is option for that, and and it, then about the yeah. only thing it doesn't do is make toast. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how hard would it be to to build that in? Uh, I hope. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I I had one one young heart when I was testing it. It it really overheated. So with that one, I think you could. You yeah, maybe. Yeah, that might work. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, but I, 
know what I did wrong then. You are, you mentioned fun. earlier in uh, when we first started that you were you know not good at this <laughs> electric stuff, but all you have to yeah, do is open that up, and it, it is very clear you are good and you know what you're doing, and it, these are built really well. Oh, thank you. You're I welcome. try. <laughs> yeah. I really try because when you have people like uh, I don't know. I don't want to drop names and everything, but you, in a Discord groups, you have some people like you know John Snyder and Drink. stuff who really, yeah, <laughs> who really, <drink. laughs> who really know what they're doing. I have a huge imposter syndrome, you know, because I'm just a guy who likes pedals and have these building blocks, and I think I have some cool ideas, and I know how to program, and that's it. So I, I'm trying to incorporate in this. I tried in young cards to, you know, make the most of it in, in a small enclosure to fit as, as many as options that I, as I could. And I understand that there are people that just like to turn the pedal on, there are three knobs and I don't care about anything. And I, I'm very, very aware of that. Huh. that the young hearts it's not for everyone because you have to sit down with a pedal. You have to go through every options and, you know, figure it out. But, yeah, but when you do, yeah. you get some yeah. pretty fantastic sounds. And yeah. speaking of sitting down and going through it, I think one of the uh, one of the most intriguing things about the pedal is actually part of, it, and it's not just aesthetic, but you you kind of chose a whole different set of controls, like those the the very very small knurled knobs on there. I love those. I don't know why, but. Yeah, they really look good. I just didn't want to go with a larger enclosure. I don't know why. Uh, the first pedals I made were all in the larger enclosures, and I don't know. I think it was a cop out for messy building at first. You know, yeah. I have I have more room to to route wires and everything, and then I just wanted to pack everything I can in that small enclosure. So. Right. So yeah. by cop out, you mean you? It was an intentional decision to differentiate okay. yourself from everyone else in the pack. That was really smart of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean, honestly, it is. When you look at that, you're like, "This looks diff totally different than yeah. like pretty yeah, much everything out there." Everything in there, but it, it it works, and I'm I'm always amazed. I have this I don't know. I have this feeling when I'm when I'm building. And I make, you know, 20 pedals and I, they're, you know, sitting on the table and I come to the table. Oh, I made this. That's cool. You know, because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can, you know, small proud moments because I don't want to, I, I think I'm not, I'm think, I think I'm sometimes too hard on myself and um, I don't appreciate the things that I it did you know and so i have these small small moments of being proud of myself oh this is so cool i did this <laughs> <laughs> are, are you uh going to be doing any like custom runs of this like i i know you've already started to do some variations on it but uh the at first i was doing you know uv printing and then the quarantine hit, and I just had to figure something out that's not UV printing because I had to go to this local shop and I didn't want to go in quarantine. 
And then I just figured, oh, I, I will do the face plates, the PCB face plates. Uh-huh. And it's so much easier to work that way. <laughs> I cannot describe. Yeah. Because uh, when you have a it, when you have a powder coated enclosure and a UV print, it's so easy to damage the graphics when you assemble it. You have to be so so careful. And then every time I make a scratch, oh, that's a beast stop pedal. You know, you're losing money because you just wasn't paying attention in one second. Then. Right. And with with face placed, it's so much easier. It's the the progress is faster. So I think I'm gonna continue to to do that. Awesome. Yeah, just it's 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 one step less to do. If I had, if there was a friend or something, or I was in US, yeah, uh, and have someone like Jordan from Pine Box Customs <laughs> to do, you know, the enclosures. I would probably go that way, but here in Croatia, it's, it's so sometimes so hard to to do that small stuff because nobody wants to do something for you in a small scale. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's the problem. Yeah. Well, I'm excited uh, about this pedal. J- uh, Jared has uh, it's at Jared's house right now. He's we've been passing it around between uh, between each okay. other, and as I said, uh, we're going to get it into some more hands. But uh, Jared, I'm hogging it right now. Um, <laughs> I've I've played with it and, and I think I've maybe gone a little more than scratching the surface on it, but, uh, I'm not the smartest pedal guy. If you, if you damage it, you own it. You know, <laughs> even if I have like third grade level instructions, it still takes yeah. me a while to figure out pedals, but, yeah. uh, so far I'm loving this thing. Yeah. Cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. They're, 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 I think that I, I think I need to present better on Instagram or somewhere what the pedal can do, you know, like in a, in a small chunks of information, you know, like 30 second videos, because there is so much options and you cannot get the grasp of it in, you know, yeah. In a, so yeah. Uh, well, it's funny cause you mentioned, uh, that you have strict customs over there. And I think I realize what happened because when you, you sent it, I believe in June, no, it was end of August. End of August. You sent yeah. it end of August. So, so July. Um, <laughs> anyways, it's, it, it, you know, we were both, you and I were both monitoring it on different apps. Like where in the world is this pedal right yeah. now? Like we didn't know. Oh my. And what I think I figured out was that they got the pedal. They opened it up before oh, okay. it even left Croatia and had it at their house for a while and then we're sharing it around uh, and then they repacked yeah. it and then they're like, we got to get this thing out of here. <laughs> that's it. Probably, Possible. Yes. Who said yeah. that the boutique pedal industry yeah. is dead in Croatia? Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, and yeah. you know, you're, you're going to be building more, um, which I, I am very excited about that because I think you are bringing something that is just a little bit different. Now, are there are there tap tempo delays? Yes. Are there yes. tape delays? Yes. Are there like you could name all the different kinds? There are tons and tons of them. But if everybody just brings a little bit something different, it's worthwhile. And I think you're definitely doing that. So I'm excited that you are going to be offering more pedals. Can you tell us anything yeah, that, more about this was, next one? Oh, uh, that that was. That's always my idea with uh, with but when I build pedals, there has to be a twist, you know, that 
same as this. There is so many options for, that you can find in other puzzles, but you cannot find in every, everything, <laughs> you know, like a random time, burst of random delay times and everything. That's Because uh, when I built Young Hearts, I didn't even realize, I, I already told you that when we first talked, I think, about the rubber neck. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know that pedal exists till probably until a year ago. So, yeah. But it does, you know, kind of a ballpark of that, you know, with the time warp and everything. Yeah. But that's okay. They call rubber necking. Yeah. It, it, it but, does something a little bit different beyond that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. about the next pedal, I teased it on Instagram so much for the last year, and I have had so much problems with it that I think it's it's ready now. <laughs> <laughs> I have I have final version. I think it's version ten. So wow. yeah, it's 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 been it's been it's a hard process. There's some time to nail. Or the sound, or the, or there is some technical issue. Yeah, you know, same with young hearts. Uh, I made like twenty young hearts, and I all tested it on on the same power supply, and it all worked. And I went to my friend's, you know, garage studio, and some features just didn't work, and I <laughs> couldn't figure it out why, and. And I figured, oh, if there is just a small discrepancy in voltage, it some stuff just didn't work. And I had to disassemble that 20 young hearts. And that postponed the uh, release for a year, I think. Wow. Because I had to think through everything through again. And But the good thing in that time that I was waiting to figure out the, you know, the workaround uh, around everything... I made the tap tempo script, so yeah, there there's something, you know, because the first batch didn't work. There's tap tempo in in the seconds awesome. in the in the now version, so yeah, fantastic. And, and with this one, it's a it's a reverb bit crusher fuzz pedal in one. <laughs> <laughs> so so going simple was the plan. Yes, no, right? no. but it was supposed to be a wah pedal. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, this was an on off switch. No, this was supposed to be this was supposed to be a bit crusher delay pedal and ended up being fuzz bit crusher reverb pedals. So, yeah. uh, you must be a delight <laughs> yeah. to order food with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this I, I, I was doing the bit crusher thing before and I just paired it with a delay and it sounded good. And then I paired it with a reverb and it sounded better. So I didn't want to release the you know boat. Yeah. And then I just went, oh should I put a fuzz in it? Why not? No. And <laughs> so, and then on the I didn't release the first version that I was, that's the version nine, I think. Uh, I built like 13 of them now. I have them built here behind me and I will be disassembling all 13 of them and using parts for the new version. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of my life right now. Wow. But it, I think the, the version 2 is better because I added an effects loop between the between the fuzz and the reverb. So you can actually put something 
no, in between. So you can have the the fast pedal first, then the chain. If you wanna, I I thought about it. Oh, this would be a cool pedal to build your pedal board around it. So, oh, that's an interesting that's idea. Why. So I didn't want to, to force people to use the you know fuzz at the end of the chain with reverb, so you can just use it. It it can be first, you know. So that's very that's cool. Yeah. So that's that's new in this version. So. And, and is I that, remove, is that going to be uh, in a in a larger format? Uh, yes, that's unfortunately in a slightly larger format. <laughs> you know the, the BB box; it's it's same size as you know Caroline. Buttons. Right, right, right. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. that's a that's a nice. I like that actually. That oh, size box. <laughs> Very yeah. cool, Darko. Thank you so much for sharing all of this information oh, yeah. about your awesomeness, and um, <laughs> I'm glad that we all got to know get to know you a little bit better. I feel like the whole world knows Darko a little better. Ah, yes. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Uh, we're going to kick this over to our buddy, Jared. Oh, yes. I'm chomping at the bit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for our nice little game called Would You Rather? Oh Good. All right. Nice. Thank you. That was that was for you, Darko. All right. So our buddy Bobby Ramsdell, yeah, has a what I think is a really good would you rather. So you're gonna perform, and this is a one extreme or the other situation. Uh oh. <laughs> so are you gonna you're gonna either play a show with an a hundred percent clean amp? No fuzz, no overdrive, no breakup. Ooh. You're going to be dimed. His his words were dimed as hell. Mes- Mesa boogie rectifier. So that means it's going to be turned all the way up to 11 on the Mesa boogie. And you have to play the whole show. No pedals? Specifically, I think we're thinking fully maxed out. Fully distortion. maxed out distortion. No pedals. Every so it's either crystal clear, clean, or in your face, a wall of distortion. Nothing you can do about it. Okay. So we're going to, that's a, that is a very difficult question, actually. Yeah. Uh, Tony Baloney is going to kick us off and we'll go over to Jared, then Darko, and then I'll uh, pull us in at the end. Wow. And this, I'm assuming no pedals. This is just guitar into an Sounds amp, either like. fully clean or fully distorted boogie style. Yeah. I don't like either sound. <laughs> I know. That's why it's a good that's, would that's, you rather. That's, that's the difficult part. I mean, I guess a lot of it would be what style of music. Yeah. Um, I think the most options you would have would be the fully distorted uh, and control your volume and cleanliness on your of, guitar. On your guitar, the problem is, I think you're going to have a lot of noise, a lot of overdrive noise coming through the amp. Even if you turn that thing down, it's still going to, yeah, you know. And and just so that everybody who's thinking this is like, well, this be super easy. If you have a super loud, high power, clean amp, it's going to get distorted if you push it all the way. It's like, no, this is a high watt. Let's just make this a high watt. <laughs> or a Fender I, Twin. Or a Fender Twin. <laughs> and and let me let me 
you know, clarify also that there is, there's no noise suppression here. Yeah. There's no noise gate. All right. So you're screwed, you know, it's gotta be bad. So (laughs) you have to choose the better of the bad, lesser of two evils, I guess. Uh, I'm going to, boy, I guess just (laughs) for the sake of argument, I'm going to go with the fully dimed, uh, boogie. No, I never thought you would choose that. <laughs> well, I mean, it, I mean, I think, I think you have just a hair more control. I mean, the the, the piercing bright cleanness of of some of those amps would just be <laughs> gives me the shivers. Just just, just painful. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Ah, uh, so I think you know you can get that piercing clean or a, a, just a nasty distortion sound that's going to sound buzzy all the way through unless you have your guitar on one. So yeah. that, I mean, yeah. All right. You're going, the, you're going with the boogie. I'm giving you the dime boogie. Oof. All right, Jared. That's, I didn't expect that from you. I'm shocked that you chose that. Don't get shocked. I'm right. Yeah. I have many, many, many things, many hidden things. That's kind of like saying you're going to have a onion loaf or a Mountain Dew soup. Pretty much. Mountain Dew soup <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Oh, man. This was very difficult. And I read this Would You Rather, of course, before the show. And, and all the show, I'm thinking, oh, I'm definitely going to choose the clean. Definitely going to choose it. I'm going clean, clean, clean. But no, I, I'm going to go with the dimed because you, you know, you're, you're right that if it's crystal clean, it's just you have less options. It's gonna not sound right. You're just, eh, you know, because yeah. let, let me. I'm not gonna get up and do a Simon and Garfunkel show. I'm gonna get up and do a you know a heavy metal, uh, hard rock type of music. Fog hat. So fog hat. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, Kansas. Kansas. Yeah, right. So sticks. Oh my goodness! None of those. So yeah. <laughs> Okay. I'll do some Kansas, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right, Dark how about yourself? Oh, my first inst- instinct was immediately, oh, all distortion out. So I think that's the that's the right choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, I, and then I was uh, while you were talking, I was thinking, oh, is it important that people watch the show? Or leave <laughs> in, in that yeah. equation, you know. So, do I want people to leave? Fifty thousand wanna... people there. 50, oh, then people. definitely distortion. Okay, yeah. definitely boogie. Fifty. Hundred. Yeah. Hundred. Yeah. Hundred thousand. Yeah. And the other part yeah. of that is a heavily distorted amp. You can get away with making all kinds of flubs, and no yeah. one will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how I usually play. So it's that's supposed to sound like yeah. this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, well, yeah. I am definitely going in the same boat there because nice. I, unanimous <laughs> the kind of, the kind of yes. style I play. Yeah. I'm already. Yeah, same here. So. Okay. You'd well, do it, anyway. it was, I mean, it, we did struggle with that because I think in our heads, we're like, no, no, no. If you push a clean amp hard enough, it's going to sound awesome at the end. But not without like actually putting people in the hospital first. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh my goodness. 
So leading from the ears. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Terrible. Uh, all right. Well, thank out. you, Bobby, for sending that. Out. Thank you very much, Bobby. Hey, Bubba. <laughs> thank you, Bobby. Bobby, that was one hell of a question. <laughs> thank you very much, everybody, and please send me more of these awesome would you rather's. Yes, 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 indeed. Uh, all right. We got to thank a few people here, Tony. Oh, yes. At this point in the show, we like to thank a special group of people, our executive producers. Now, you may be asking yourself, what is an executive producer? And more importantly, it? how can I become one? I want to be one. I want to. Okay. Well, I want you to head over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and check it out. You'll find a couple of different levels in which you can participate and become an, uh, a patron yes. or all the way up to an executive producer. Woo! So I think uh, that uh, if you go there, you'll see all of the really cool gift packages that, uh, that we offer. And that's things like barefoot buttons and T-shirts and keychains and stickers and picks and all kinds of stuff. The all the good stuff coming your way, and as an executive producer, you get uh, all that stuff. But there's one more thing. It's Jared, very important. What like, happens? Like right now. Right now, you get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing, and that's what I'm going to do. Special thanks to Tom Barazin, Martin Cliff, John Daly, Chris Kearney, Darren Gregory, Doug Christ, Michael Van Zant, Ken Sayers, Brian Robison, Michael Senchuk, Stefan Lamb, Johnny Knowles, Anthony Lanthrop, John Anglin, Tyler Bray, Brad Partridge, Chris Heidel, John Esterly, Doug Gann, Justin Jones, Brett Alexander, James White, Matt Hart, Liam Martin, James Pennington, Richard Kendall, Tyg Harmon, John Williams, Michael DeLucio, John Jackson, and Jason Roush. Yeah. Not, 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 oh, not so what? fast, Todd. Not so All right. fast. There's a subset. Is it a subset? It's the, yeah, it's a well. I guess it would no, be. it's a it's a it's, it's, it's another set. It's 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 the the top of the heap. It's if the you breakout. Will. It's the yeah. penthouse suite. The penthouse, we have executive man. producers that are called Grand Poobas. So in addition to all that great stuff, game getting read and all yeah. that stuff, they get a fez to wear and a, a special and fez and a, 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 a flashlight pedal. Flashlight and giveaways pedal. And they wear the fez when they listen to the thing. It's just uh, yeah. just unbelievable stuff. So we like to thank these grand poobas, Mr. Jonathan Jerusic, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Cody Lane, Cody Foster, Sean S. Tommy Manasco, Mark Garten, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Zach Melton, and Tim Nowak. Thank you, each and every one of you. And if I didn't have didn't get a chance to read your name and you participate in Patreon. As a Patreon, thank yeah. you too. Yes, yes, we appreciate it. We couldn't do this without you. Everybody, thank you very, very, very much. Uh, let's see, Darko, where can people find your stuff? Oh, it's Instagram, Polar Bear Effects, and polarbeareffects.com. That's okay. everything you need. And that's how people can buy your stuff too, right? Yes, there's there's a web shop on the website. Yes, and we can throw in some ten percent stuff. What? 
code. <laughs> Why not? All you right. Let's do it. We love enter. discount codes. Ding, 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 yeah, ding, ding, just ding, ding. Guitar knobs, one word. Heck yeah. All oh. caps. Let's do it that way. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. <laughs> uh, guitar knobs, all caps on yes. the polar bear effects shop. Yes. And you're going to save 10%. That's that's very generous. Thank you very much. Uh, these are all painstakingly hand built by Darko. Yes, um, in his oh. mother's kitchen. <laughs> so, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm actually building next to the kitchen. You know, oh, <laughs> you yeah, never go hungry. I have a table that I I know I turned like a kitchen table into my working table, and I eat in front of the computer so that's, <laughs> that's a living yeah well, there yeah. you go all right well thank you that's very kind of you we really appreciate uh, it and you've got some new exciting stuff coming out so we'll be on the lookout for yes. that tony baloney where can people find you yeah, easiest way head over to pickguardian.com check out some of the stuff that i have available for sale online a lot of what i do is custom work so shoot me an email let me know what you need what you're thinking in terms of Material, color, you know, shape, pickup changes, whatever. Let me know. I'll work out something special. Yes, and custom is pronounced awesome in Croatian. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what, Tony? I got to tell you something. I saw a gentleman on Facebook. It had a picture of his 50s Gibson giant old jazz box, and it had one of those old pick guards on that guitar, and the gold hardware was turning green yeah, and all that kind yeah. of thing. That, that thing was oh, gassing nice. out. So I'm like, go to Tony Bologna. Yep. He'll fix you right up. Yeah, I think that was a Birdland. I think that he that yeah, he had, Lex and, Thomas. Yeah, he's, yep. And once yeah, once the uh, celluloid starts to gas off, it eats the gold plating or everything, metal plating it, it, first. It ruins your pots and all that kind of Eventually thing. Eventually, so. it'll eat into the finish. So if you yeah. have something that's doing that, take the guard off if you can and put it somewhere. I like to put them in a plastic bag in a freezer. Okay, <laughs> perfect. And that's important to do that because you're going to need that in order for you to make a new one. That's right. Not only that, it's nice to keep the original parts. Yes. And the freezing process, to me, seems to slow down the the uh, degradation. Right, so we need to put Jared in the... Uh, in the freezer when he's gassy. That's right. Okay, <laughs> that's just about every day. <laughs> okay. Yeah, my wife, my wife told me I woke her up with my smelly butt today. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yay. Uh, what was that, uh, Jared? <laughs> he said I was farting up a storm. All right, Jared, go ahead and yeah. Later. If you're looking for pickups. Um, if you have a broken pickup and you want to keep that pickup for your guitar, what if you're looking for pickups? Then you go to brandonwoundpickups.com and uh, look at all the fun stuff I have to uh, offer. I have new sets that look old that match your old guitars or new guitar that looks old. And uh, my rewind service is uh, is on top too. So awesome! Give me a shout. Awesome rewinds. We'll fix yeah. you up. All right. You can shoot me a an email. Todd at the guitarknobs.com. You can also send me a DM on Instagram at guitarknobs. And we would love to hear your would you rathers and, uh, and all kinds of other stuff and just your thoughts on uh, what we're doing, the yeah, episodes. And let stuff. us know. And uh, so we need to say a ginormous thank you to Darko from thank Polar you Bear Effects. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Great show. You are welcome. Thank it was you. Great <laughs> having you on. And I'm glad that you are a friend of ours now. And our door is always yes. open to you, my friend. So as you thank get new you. things, let us know. I will. And I, I hope I'll get them out soon because yeah. it's time. 
Yes, indeed. <laughs> yeah. All right, everybody, have a fantastic guitar week and subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. All right, shut it, Tony. <laughs> You can count very well. <laughs> Thank you. We can do it in creation. Oh, is it okay now? Is that how you test a microphone? <laughs> yeah. I, I, we can assure you that your English okay. is far better than our Croatian. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Or there across the pond, you read J like, you know, J ja. like J. <laughs> Yeah, we read a J yeah. like a J. It's so yeah. <laughs> go, go figure. <laughs> but it would still yeah. feel good while wearing it out. I guess so, yeah. Yeah, because J in, in creation is yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just I mean J. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you have do you have like oven mitts or anything? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I should take that. <laughs> take a quick selfie of yourself. Um okay. I guess that's what yeah, a that selfie was, that's, is. That's the name. <laughs> I will go turn off my washing machine. Okay. Todd, this is Clem Fandango. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you, Clem Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at guitar knobs. Catch you next time.